Hey, Senders, welcome back to the Segment Podcast. This is episode 127 with special guest Amanda Hamilton. That's right, the Amanda Hamilton from Pink Bikes Academy Season 3. But don't pigeonhole her just to that show because she is way more than that, and I hope you guys get that from the podcast. Also joining us on this episode is director Eric Stieber, who actually met Amanda at Angel Fire out of New Mexico, and that blossomed a relationship that ended up making it to this show. Hope you guys enjoy episode 127, and let's get you over there now. And folks, before we get you into the episode, I do want to take this moment to say thank you to the supporters of the Segment Podcast and YouTube channel that help bring these episodes to you guys on a weekly basis. Thank you so much to YT Industries, YT Live Uncaged. I don't have a promo code or a discount code, but they are direct to consumers, so the prices are already lower. Take a look at them, and they yes, they just released the new Decoy Uncaged 10, new colorway new bike, and always ready to get shreddy at the YT Industries website. Also, big thank you going out to Etney's Shoes as a skateboarder growing up and now turned mountain biker as an adult, if you'll ever want to call me that. <laughs> it's nice to be able to bring that skateboard culture into this new sport. And with Etney's, you can. They do have MTV shoes. If you head on over to etneys.com, take a look at the array of pretty sick mountain bike shoes with the Michelin soles that's extra grippy then you can pick whatever you like. Use promo code THESEGMENT40 and you'll get 30% off of your purchase. Big thank you going out to Kenda Tires. Also, Kenda Tires, get the traction you deserve. I'm currently running the Pinner Pros on my bike and I do have a set of Hellcats that are ready to get shreddy as well. Go to shop.kendatire.com, pick out what you like and use promo code HILL. 30 to take 30% off your purchase with Kenda Tires. And from the start, Tasco Apparel. Thank you so much to Nate and the crew at Tasco for all of your support. You'll always see me in gloves, my favorite mountain bike shorts called the Scout Shorts, and even the Scout Pants, especially coming into the wintertime. Tasco just makes a beautiful array of mountain bike clothes that are comfortable, durable, and performance wicking when it comes to getting sweaty out on the trails, especially if you have a honeydew list afterwards, you are good to go in Tasco. Big thank you also going out to Spy Optic Eyewear. Take a look at them at spyoptic.com. Use the promo code thesegment20 and get 20% off of your purchase for lifestyle glasses or goggles. I currently run the foundation goggles by Spy. You can pick a wide variety of colors to match your kit if you're looking for that. And the biggest benefit that I find through the Spy goggles is that it's the widest periphery of all the goggles in the market. So you don't feel like you're in a fishbowl. You don't feel like you're snorkeling. You've got a wide vision through those foundation goggles. So check them out. I love them. Capu Coffee, thank you so much for Capu Coffee. I was able to partner with them this season. Created a taste called the Center, which is a bourbon-aged whiskey barrel bean, and it is delicious. The best part, though, is that 25% of the sales of that coffee benefits Making Spirits Bright. It is an organization that helps get kids outside and, yeah, even on bikes. How dope is that? And the price point is just the same price as you would get for your coffee at the grocery store. So take a look at Capu Coffee. Select the sender 
get a yummy tasting coffee while benefiting charity and hey, help get kids outside and on bikes. Last but not least, 6D Helmets. Thank you so much to 6D Helmets for your support. The ultimate protection and next level brain technology. That's right. Did you know that 6D is the only helmet to show an 80% reduction in angular rotational energy damage to your brain? That is insane. Check out 6D Helmets, the ultimate protection for your brain. Without further ado, let's get you on over to the show, episode 127. Hi, I'm Mark Hill, and this is the segment, The Podcast. I believe in humans' potential, that the ultimate expression of oneself is achievable. And we all have that urge, that need to progress and become better. And I feel that the trail can help us do that. Whether it's overcoming fears, learning from mistakes, taking calculated trail risks, or building those long-lasting friendships. It's all progression. Join me as I speak with folks who are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary, and let's catch them on their journey towards the KOM of their life. Welcome to the segment. Let's go. Yo, what's up, everybody? It is episode 127. We got some good guests on the show. Joey, how are you doing, my bro? I'm doing good. I got out for a couple of rides this week, so that's always a good week. Sweet. Did, was it Joe versus the volcano at all on any of these? No, rides? but I do need I do need to either film that one or attack that one. I'm gonna run every line on the volcano. <laughs> ooh, ooh. For those of you who don't know, Joey has a volcano in his backyard. We will not say said undisclosed location, but Joe versus the volcano. Yeah. And that tech line is gnarly. And that cliff is God, that cliff is sketch. <laughs> that video you posted, it looks inverted, I guess would be like you were overhanging the drop. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, that was you me. You're hitting the bottom. You're not scraping down the side of it at all. <laughs> no, that is free fall to, hey, where am I? Where yeah. am I? Yeah. I? I literally tied a stick to my camera and I shimmied the camera out there to get that shot. There was no way I was getting close to that. <laughs> I was like 80 <laughs> feet to death. <laughs> which was insane but uh we did that line and i had no idea that that line got so close to the cliff's edge and then when we squiggled around that bush oh yeah i didn't tell you about that one spot <laughs> oh my god the cliff actually got eroded down into the trail and again yeah. the 80 foot sheer vertical yeah i think we hopped over that section a little bit <laughs> you had to i think i, I think yeah. i i don't know i think i'm like ghost white but you basically you had to go inverted like this like this, you're in the room. <laughs> to get it's one of those there. places too. It, it doesn't film well. Like it, it doesn't look steep at all on camera. Every time I've taken a shot or a photo or a video out there, it looks like nothing. But it's you've ridden it. You you know. Yes, definitely. We walked the line, found the right spots to hit, and then went back. And it was crazy because I wanted to send it to a friend. So I was like, we're going to go ride some tech today. And then when I looked at the footage, I was like, gosh, I don't even know if I could send this. It looked yeah, like, it looks flat. <laughs> it looked like so many you tech were riding, logos. You were riding <laughs> <up> <laughs> yeah. like riding over Legos, which was tough. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We have a good show for you tonight. You guys, we got uh, Eric Steber. The director is going to be on the show tonight. 
And uh, he has a friend named Amanda Hamilton. Check it out if you guys are having open tabs on this tonight on this podcast. Check out Amanda Hamilton podcast or Amanda Hamilton's Instagram. Shredder at Extraordinaire. And we have her on the show tonight. She's back in the studio. I can't wait to bring her out. Before we do, Joey, shall we say what's up to the chat tonight? Let's uh, give a whole shot award out, shall we? Yeah, whole shots going to Johnny in Florida. Oh, yeah? But, but I'm wondering if we should cancel and cancel? disqualify him. Is he disqualified? Is he under the 630 mark? No, he, that... he's, he's in the future. He's three hours ahead of us. So is it even fair? <laughs> <laughs> the whole shot was going out to Miami, Florida, and we're bringing it back tonight, folks. We're bringing it back because the starting gun goes off at 630, which is actually 930 his time. Gosh. We should definitely let him get like something of the whole. Yeah, okay. We'll let him. But, but <laughs> that's I'm that's extra credit. I'm going with Trail Pimp. <laughs> Trail Pimp at 617. He says, let's go and hello from Sky Park. And that's Dude. why he's taking the win because he's at Sky Park. That's I where we love, should be. I love it. I love it. Trail Pimp is always tuning into the show live from a trail, whether he's a North Star, Sky Park this time. That is pretty sick. Uh, but the time slot is six seventeen. What? Who's our first six thirty, Joey? Thirty. Let's let's look down here. Let's look. Let's. Well, look, you're let's in there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right on the dot we have Neil Trail Monster. Howdy, y'all! With the whole shot award from us to you from the segment, we'd like to congratulate you on this whole shot award. Joey, tell them what they win. Oh, I have no idea, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You didn't tell me there was a prize for the whole shot. The last time you you gave you auctioned me off. Yeah, I auctioned you off, and that didn't go so well. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, the the lady she was married. You get, tried to give me a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So many good things going on in the mountain bike scene. Um, one of the things that I noticed around Instagram was this new thing called. Booters for breakfast. I don't know if you've seen it, but if you haven't seen it, check out the hashtag Booters for breakfast. It is getting up in the morning, sending it on something fun and taking a pic of it and hashtagging Booters for breakfast. It is going around. It is a hot new thing right now. So definitely check it out. Joey, I put up ours going down the Thrashville. Oh, nice. we're, we're buzzing Mr. Dorsey oh, there. That, for that, breakfast. Fun, that we were close, like that was, not that close was, in yeah. racing, but in the air, you and I were like shoulder to shoulder. That was kind of fun. Handlebar <laughs> to handlebar. That yeah. was scary, <laughs> super scary. Um, but for the folks tonight that are out there in podcast land, out there listening in iTunes and Spotify, thank you so much for jumping on Mountain Bike Q and A. As always, who had an awesome show last night. So if you haven't had a chance, check out Johnny Yu's guest on mountain bike q a we also have trail pimp from the lake tahoe area he's on here tonight we also have neil on here neil's there love neil he's trail monster we have uh john dropping mtb oh dude speaking of john i saw you at the pump track cleaning that middle line i saw the one-hander and the tabletops bro is looking sick so congratulations on on that that I've been loving the Instagram. I should be working when I'm at work, but I can't help it. <laughs> did you did you see today, Mark, that YT dropped something new? On Thursdays, yes, Thursday. The mean machine. 
the uncaged 10. This is a new decoy. It's a new decoy. Look at that. Wow. Look at that colorway. Is it already sold out? I bet I, it's already sold I don't out. know. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't go that far. <laughs> Should we try? Do we have any money yeah, left on our segment credit card? Let's buy one. Let's try right now. <laughs> let's try to buy one and let's give it to the whole shot. Who was the whole shot? It was Trail Monster. Let's see if we oh. can send him a decoy. <laughs> Is there any room on the, on the segment credit card? Don't answer the phones <laughs> if anyone's asking for us because uh, we may not have the money to cover. What, what size does he? <laughs> yeah, uh, Neil, what size are you? Trail Monster, let us know what size you are. We'll see if this actually works. But that's sick. <laughs> On cage 10, does it say what's in there? What's on that bike? What's on it? Yeah. I mean, the colorway is sick. It's got a nice colorway. It's got the um, coil on there. Which one is that? I should know this. Is it Olin's? Is it a push? No, it's not, it's not an Olin's. I, I believe it's a Fox coil. Is it a Fox? Is it an EXT? I'm just throwing a bunch of things out there, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna pull it up right now let's go on our website let's check it out yeah brand new decoy just uh dropped in today for those of you who don't know thursdays are the day whenever yt has something they are gonna drop they usually do it on a thursday but they'll typically send out a teaser in the beginning of the week and i didn't happen to see that teaser did you see i didn't see a teaser no i just oh. i woke up this morning and was like oh i need to buy a new bike yeah, right? <laughs> yes, Joey's in there. New bike day, new bike day. There it, is. There it comes. A happy oh, zebra zone. No? It's showing. It, it's not showing. You're not seeing it, huh? No, I see the YT Instagram page. Yeah, I'll pull that down. Let me try this again. Oh, boy. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Here comes a brand new YT decoy, uncaged ten. And when we get our guest here in the in the studio with us, we're gonna have to do an audio commercial for this for this bike. Ooh, okay. Eric, director Eric Steber is gonna be able to nail that coil in the first yeah, second he looks at it. He's gonna be like that. EXT blah 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 blah. I see him yelling back there. What it is? Yeah, he's pulling his hair out right now. Like these these oh, idiots. No. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, it's a fox something or another. <laughs> Eric's shaking it's his awesome. head. <laughs> it looks good, man. Yeah, bike. That is that is cool. That is cool. So, hey, Trail Monster, if it if it is for the whole shot award, if there is any room on the card, we're gonna package that puppy up and send it your way. <laughs> That's funny. All right. We have, yeah, Brett Hall. Brett Hall saying, "Yo, bros, and don't forget, we got a sister on the show tonight with Miss Amanda Hamilton. We're going to be bringing her out here in a second. Uh, what else do we have in there? Narkansaw is here. What's up to the Hi. boys out in Bentonville? Says, "Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up, dude? This is always trips me out. We have somebody in the studio and in the chat simultaneously at the same time." Right and dirty's in the chat. He says, yo, 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 people. <laughs> how does he do that? I don't know how he does that. That's pretty amazing. Um, all right. Without further ado, let's uh bring up let's bring up Mr. Director Steber and let's learn about this, his encounter with Miss Amanda Hamilton. And uh Eric, are you there? 
I am here. Yelvo. What's up? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what is up? Popping Dude. off the segment, Joey and Mark. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes. Always Should we buy this bike, food. Eric? What's that? Can you buy this bike right now? I'm trying to buy it's it. It's pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I yeah. saw it today, and I was like, ooh, that looks like a tasty little treat that I don't own yet. Yeah, right? Uh-oh. 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 Was it the boss? What'd she say? Don't buy any more bikes? Say it again. <laughs> what so, a man. Yeah, dude. Never, I saw it's this never good when Eric's wife is yelling at me. Yeah, no. You're in big trouble if she's yelling at you. <laughs> yeah, Joey, take it down. Take it down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, card. I was just like, man, I saw that coil on there, and I was just like, oof. But I'll, I'll no. tell you this. I'm more of a fan of the of the Rock Shock stuff. So if it would have been yeah, Rock Shock that, all the yeah. way, I would have been like, hold on. I got to check something out real quick in the bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it a little shorter than it was before? No, no, no. It's just a, a, it's I just, just a added trip. it to the cart. So they're available. Oh, okay. I added everything to the cart. And then I just let it sit there. And then I just wait. <laughs> now the trick is, is there any room on the segment card? Oh, for, yeah. for yeah, it. We need it. I, mean, I still yeah. wanna I still wanna get one of those um dirt loves, man. I keep eyeballing it and I'm just like, oh, it's still there. Oh it's it's there. So I check every fun. day, it's still there. It's so fun. It's a yeah. it's such fun. You would love it. But you're you're rocking a you're rocking a DJ right now. What DJ do you have? I have one called uh the the it's made by Revel Bikes. It's their offshoot brand called uh Y Cycles. And Why? it's called the Take Flight. The Y Cycles Why? Take Flight. Why? 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 <laughs> it's a sick bike. It's all titanium, dude. It's pretty legit, actually. That's crazy. I I have seen pictures of that bike. It looks yeah, it's, pretty it's dialed. Pretty, yeah, and it's really? a 27.5 dirt jumper. Actually, what's crazy about it? Because it's actual dirt jumper like geometry, but they decided to make it in a 27.5 so you could have bigger wheels, go faster. Oh, nice, nice. Good, dude. Speaking of going faster, you're on your way to Angel Fire, and we have this super fun live on Instagram. And it was you and your buddy, Brian, right? Yeah, Brian. <laughs> you guys just got done shopping at a knife store? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> that was so good. Dude, so, no joke. It was so, it was so funny, dude. It was good. <laughs> Actually, now that you just said that, I need to share the link with Brian right now so he can watch this. <laughs> I told him I wouldn't. I totally spaced on it. <laughs> so hold on. <laughs> so, yeah, we went to a – we were driving, and I saw – um I saw this sign that was like so beat up, so haggard, like it should have been in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. And I was like, did that just say Knife City? I was like, there's a city oh, of knives. Knife City. And I was like, Brian. And he's like, what? And I'm like, we should go to Knife City. And he was just like, we're going. And dude, <laughs> it was the funniest thing because we're like in there. And we're just like messing around. And we're looking at the price of the knives, dude. And the knives were like starting at like $300, dude, for like a little knife. And I'm what? like, and Brian comes up to me. He's like, dude, I can't afford anything in here. We're not buying knives. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, dude, there's a lot of shelves. We got to look around, you know, we got to keep looking. And then like, I kept finding these all crappy knives. And he's just like, dude, we can't, we can't kill anyone with that. And I'm like, dude, we're not killing anyone. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him buy a knife. <laughs> yeah. And then finally we found like the cheap counter. And they were like 45, 50 bucks. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I got my butterfly knife and my switchblade. And that's all I've ever wanted my whole entire life. Jeez, dude. Wow. That was crazy. You were were... right back to elementary or junior high, probably. Oh, dude. I was like, every (laughs) the whole weekend, I kept just going, 
and like getting it out of my brain you better you better watch yourself but he's like dude what are you doing <laughs> yeah you scared you scared that's an me, upgrade man. from your comb huh the oh dude <laughs> i need one of those comb ones too you get those in mexico though <laughs> oh my gosh when i jumped on the live like you were freaking me out because all you had was that butterfly knife like going like this <laughs> what i got i'm like oh my god yeah. your fingers bro your fingers <laughs> dude brian cut himself within the thir first 30 seconds of owning his new knife like, no joke like he's like i'm like are you bleeding right now and he's like oh my god i am jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you so you go from knives and that was so random because i i hopped on we we're going to talk about bikes and everything else and angel fire and all this and that and we talked about knife city yeah. knife city <laughs> knife city and dude it was so crazy cuz the owner of knife city was this little tiny hispanic lady that was the nicest lady in the world and she was working like, it and she's like no she owns it the place is actually called Olivia's Knife City, and I met oh. Olivia, and she was oh. just like, "Thank you for coming in." <laughs> <laughs> That's even more random. Yeah, it was what so crazy. Sweet lady, do with all these knives. Chemos just saying, my my benchmade knives are like three hundred plus. Yeah, yeah. benchmade oh, are expensive. Now by Q and A, he was on. He was the first one to jump on your live. Says yeah, that was like yeah. a fun Instagram live. He was watching horror movies. It was awesome. He, he's. He was a little upset when I canceled him. I didn't mean cancel. I just disqualified him. Oh, <laughs> cancel. <laughs> but, but, he, but see, he is in the future because look. I won't let you guys know what happens. Oh, that's a good friend when you don't have a spoiler alert. Yeah, right. that's right. a good buddy. He's three hours ahead. He knows what's going to happen. But does he know this? You get to Angel Fire. You spotted this like super talented. Hold on. Let me, oh, let me tell you where. This, oh, this, yeah. That, tell, so, tell us how. Tell so, us how. We had a we have a, a fan of the Right and Dirty uh, Instagram and channel that okay. I met up with. Uh, okay. Shout out to Santa Fe Mountain Bike Santa Fe Mountain Bike Tours and uh, Justino. So he's been a fan for a while. We've been homies on the on the gram and you know YouTube and all that. And he's like, hey, I heard you're coming down. Let's meet up. Let's ride. I'm like, yeah, sweet. Let's do it. And I've only been to Angel Fire like three times, but that mountain's so big. Yes, that guy, that that guy that Johnny just said. Justin Smalls. <laughs> so uh, we we get there and we meet up with him and he's given us a tour because I didn't really remember a lot of this stuff. There's a lot of trails I hadn't hit before because the mountain's huge. And uh, we're just kind of cruising around. We did a couple laps and then it was probably about three or four laps in. And then he's like, man, I'm hungry. Let's let's go down to the bottom. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, I when I go to a bike park, though, I'm not hungry. I just want to ride all day long. I don't care. I'll starve myself till the end. Yes, we And know. so we're, <laughs> we're going down and we get like half, we get almost down, like the last like third down. And there's a place called Candyland, which there's a bunch of jumps. And there's a bunch of riders. Like I'd say there's like five or six of them just like kind of lined up getting ready to drop in. And we pull up and then there's this, there's this, the group there. And this girl starts talking shit to, to Justin. And she's like, Hey, you're going to, you, you want to follow me? You can try to keep up. And I'm just like, Oh shit. Who's this? You know, <laughs> this like getting called out. Yeah. I'm like, damn. And then she's like, well, you can try or something like that, dude. I was just like, Oh shit. <laughs> like, What's going to happen right now? It's about to get crazy. And so we didn't end up going to the jump line. We went to this other trail and like, dude, we're hauling ass down. And I'm just like, Oh my God. We're like, now it's time to ride. And so we get to the bottom and I'm just like, I don't know who any of these people are. You know me. I never know who really anyone is. I'm just kind of there existing. And 
you're like back tire guy. You're just staring at the back tire, like I need yeah, that like, back tire. Good eat that back tire. <laughs> and so we get down to the we get down to the bottom. We're just all chilling, and Justin's like, "Hey, I want to go get some food." And he's all, "That's what we're gonna do." And and he's talking to Amanda, and that's before like I I met her, and I was like, "I'm not getting food. I'm gonna go up top and pound a monster right now and do this again." <laughs> and then like, Amanda <laughs> and her husband are like. We're going with that guy. <laughs> so we went back up. We shared a, a chair ride up, and Brian and Justin were re- behind us, and we were just bullshitting all the way up and having a good time. And then uh, just kind of introduced ourselves to who we were, and we just started shredding the rest of the day. It was awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. And we have this said Amanda on the show. She's actually in the studio. Let's bring her out, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Amanda Hamilton. What's going on, guys? Let's go. Yo, Eric, I love your interpretation of me because I'm happy that probably 20 minutes in, you're like, all right, this lady's completely full of shit and she's joking. Like, I'm coming at I'm coming at Justino, like, dude, you can't even keep up. And you're like, man, this lady's like nuts. Yeah. Like, it all comes out of love. And dude, Justino is such a treasure. Like, yes. the ability for that guy to just make connections and then get other people connected together like such a fantastic friend to have such a great rider like i love that guy so much yeah he's great like like the the thing he's doing out in new mexico is fantastic no one else is touching what he's got going on For and sure. it's so 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 sick so shout out to you justino like getting it done out there holding it down in new mexico heck yeah heck, sick <laughs> yeah and that trip looked amazing and then amanda where where do you as my as my buddy johnny would say where do you hail from where where do you live yeah, so I'll give you the simple answer, and then I'll give you a little bit of a complicated answer that a couple folks in the chat will probably appreciate. So I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico, so live deep in the desert, which is amazing because there's no off-season here. I have ridden more here in this past year than I ever could have imagined, but actually before I moved to New Mexico, I lived in Missouri, and my local stomping ground was Northwest Arkansas. Um, oh, shit. So, oh, yeah, dude, so like Bentonville is kind of like a little bit of a home for me. Um, always have such fond memories of that space and like kind of learn to ride and shred in Bentonville. So always have a really, really soft space for the Midwest and like always, I'm like so excited to advocate and hype up that space because everyone's like, Oh, there's no mountains there. But like, if you put the effort in, like you can be a really, really good rider there. And there's some people that are like way better than big mountain riders out there. Dude. That's a yeah. yeah crazy. Who were those kids that we ran into, Eric? Uh trio behind bars or something yeah. like that. Those oh, kids the, are when we were doing drop the hammer. Yeah. yeah. Those kids were insane. They were crank flipping. They're oh my god. There was there was like I I you know, everyone, like you said, Amanda, they're saying that like, you know, Northwest Arkansas, there's no hills, there's no nothing. You go out there and you're pedaling up some shit like no joke like and you're hitting some jump lines and i had no idea when i went there and i was just blown away when we went you know what and i and i say this every chance i get but give that space another five to seven years and i guarantee there will be bentonville boys at crankworks in the top three i mean because that slope style space there like those kids get nuts and i'm like you know what dude crankworks whistler they're gonna be hailing from the midwest here in a second yeah it's huge yeah. right now like that whole like small area is just like this everything is just blowing up over there it's insane it's so crazy yeah. really really cool to see really cool to see yeah so much talent's gonna be coming out of there i mean they basically live breathe eat sleep r- riding so Absolutely. i mean how, yeah it's gonna be olympic olympic caliber 
athletes coming out of there. I think it's gonna so. Great. It's going to be awesome. I just can't wait so, to go back. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you're from there originally, and then you are now out in the New Mexico area. But then I was looking at, uh, we were trading pictures leading up yeah. to this, and there were some <laughs> sick surf shots of you too. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I think all of us are probably pretty much the same in this space that we were born adrenaline junkies. And I think you're, you're kind of born into it. It's a disease you have to fight with your whole life. Um, and, you know, I tried to, you know, play soccer, play basketball. Um, so it's super unfortunate. I'm, I'm six feet tall. And everybody's like, oh, you play volleyball, you play basketball. And I was like, dude, if you see me throw a ball, like you would be so disappointed. Right? So like, I grew up surfing, rock climbing. So born and raised in Florida on the East Coast. So always got that really great east coast surf conditions um but yeah like i grew up surfing it was right outside my front door so that was kind of what i did and when i went to college i told my parents i was like mom i gotta go somewhere boring because if i'm by the ocean i'm gonna drop out and every time there's a good swell like i'm just not gonna get educated so (laughs) i went to school in iowa and uh met the love of my life there got a great education and we moved to kansas city for work and uh that's kind of like during college and into my professional life, I was like, well, I don't have an opportunity to surf every day. So what is going to fill that void for me? And for that, it was mountain biking. And dude, my first bike was a 1998 steel framed 26 inch iron horse. Iron horse. Yeah. It was an absolute whip. Like every four miles, I had to tighten up the crank set because the cranks were falling out constantly. If that fork had a damper in it, I would have been shocked. But, you know, I just like, I kept going at it and like kind of just learned how to bike all on my own. Um, slowly like bought a nicer and nicer bike and um, fell a lot, crashed a lot, broke a lot of stuff and just kind of kept at it because it is uh I mean, it's such a great release. I mean, you can stay fit while doing it. You meet some really epic people on accident on the trail constantly. Like yeah. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. How long have you been riding? About six years. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And like, I, I think like a lot of people too, right. I, I started riding, I got into like cross country racing a little bit, got really into enduro racing um, that got a little repetitive. It got expensive. Um, it, it wasn't kind of giving me the return of joy that I was expecting after two years. And so I kind of took a step back with a lot of the folks I was working with and said, Hey guys, like, I just want to free ride. Like I literally want to just try to break my wheels on every corner, try to jump as big as I can on every freaking jump and side hit and just have a good time on the bike and show that you don't have to race. You don't have to be the fastest to like inspire people and have a really, really good time. You know, yeah, dude, I, I agree with that 100%. Like, I got got into doing like one race once, and I just was like, man, this is th- this was a cool thing, it was a great experience. I'm glad I, I'm glad I did it once, but I realized I like being out there and like sessioning jumps and you know, doing that kind of stuff. And For I sure. still like where I live, I do a lot of cross country because that's what I have, you know, where yeah. I live. Yeah. But man, when it's when it's winter time, I go down to Phoenix and I have buddies who are building like mega jumps out there. And that's where I hang out all winter long. Dude, I know. And like, and that's what it's about, right? It's like, maybe you didn't get 20 miles in that day, but you had a freaking good time. You were able to hang out with your buddies. And honestly, like, it's kind of like being a kid again. And it's, it's a really great release. So <laughs> facts. 
Yeah, I, I have buddies that are local that are like, because they do a lot of local enduro races out here where I yeah. live. And people are always like, come on, dude, come out and race, come out and race. And I'm just like, dude, I'm be honest. Like, it's just not my thing. I just want to go and have fun and not be rushed around and do what I want to do when I want to do it. Well, and you know what, dude, the craziest part is my whole life, I was always so competitive and like the very straightforward path for me was just to go get trophies and to go win things, you know, because yeah. I was like a really great extrinsic motivation point. But then I think as I started building more and more skills on the bike, I was like, wait a minute, like the fastest line in a lot of cases is not the most fun line. You know no, what I mean? No. It's like no. you look at a corner and it's like, yeah, I could enter that berm high and exit low or... I could just slam right into the middle of it and tear my tire off trying to shroud it. Yeah. And that's probably the ideal path for me. <laughs> Cameraman's like, I think yeah. I got the shot. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay. Is your wheel okay? Right. And all the side hits, man. Like the side yeah. hits is where it's fun, dude. Weird. And that's like, that's what makes Angel Fire so sick. Like that bike park's huge. It's so well-renowned, but like, you got to admit, it feels a bit like a local hill in like yeah. the best ways possible. Like the regular crews are there, like the park, the park racks are hanging out. There's plenty of side hits. There's plenty of pirate lines there. Like that place is really magical. Yeah. And as long as you know, like, like if you know, like from top to bottom, the best side hit trails all the way down, you have a blast. For sure, dude, for sure. So Eric, you said that was only your second time at Angel Fire. Like, why did you want to go back to there? Um, Because... It's so big, and it's actually the first bike park I ever rode. Nice. Jesus, so that must have been terrifying. Oh, yeah, dude. And I was by myself. I had no one to ride with when I showed up. I mean, luckily, I met some really cool dude in line named Boone who just shreds. He's from Colorado. And like, I, had, I was like, dude, I literally had no, have no idea what I'm doing right now. I've been riding for like maybe, I don't know, eight months. Can you show me what to do Whoa. here? And I had never been to a bike park. And he was taking me down some janky stuff. And I was like terrified. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to die. <laughs> but he was so good. It was easy to just follow someone that's good. Yeah, and this just... lap around, we were balls to the wall going down those upper mountain double blacks. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, we were doing <laughs> double blacks like most of the day, dude. It was dude. so legit. Dude, yeah, like I think Eric found out pretty quickly. But like, I don't know if it's a fun fact about me, but I cannot shut up when I'm riding. I'm usually like screaming or screaming <laughs> or weeping. <laughs> And everybody that rides with me for the first time, they're like, oh, my God, like, is she okay? Like, did she hurt herself? And I'm just in the back like, yeah. like absolutely loving it. That is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. We have a Mount Bike Q&A saying out of Miami saying, first party lap I've ever done in 27 years of riding Sky Park at the Ride and Shine yeah. event. Party yeah. laps are so good. That was Everyone's a good just, lap. Yeah. yeah, we were yelling on that lap, too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Trail Pip is saying, how about Angel Fired Pizza? Do you think oh, yeah. That's is that like legit? That spot. Yeah, that place is a oh, hot spot. For sure. yeah. It takes forever because yeah. it gets so packed, though, dude. Because it's like the only place in that whole yeah. town. I mean, <laughs> if you want to talk about the not amazing parts of it, and again, for people like Eric and I, who will literally starve ourselves to death to get an extra lap in, <laughs> like Angel <laughs> Fired is a bit, it's, a, it's a bit of a sleepy town outside of the bike park. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like of the restaurants there, it is super solid, but like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people just kind of go back to Taos afterwards for any sort of like socialization after the yeah. fact. <laughs> it's dead by 7 PM. There's like no one outside. You're just like, what? Yeah. Where'd everyone go? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not it's not, it's not the crazy party town at all. <laughs> I know. That's, 
that I mean, the place looks good. Just like Johnny was saying, that video was amazing of the trails that you shot there, Eric. Yeah. It looks so good. I think it's time that we do an Angel Fire commercial. Can we try one? Let's do one. Okay, quickly. okay, here we go. Let's try this. Okay, so Amanda, you are going to be what's his name? Justino. Justino. Yeah, you're okay. going to be like the you're going to be like the host of Angel Fire. Okay. Okay, Eric, you're going to be the park rat. You know everything about Angel Fire. Joey, you're going to be the noob coming to the park for the first time. So you're going to. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're Where gonna meet I? Amanda first, and then you're gonna talk to I Eric. Get bike on the lift. Yeah. Okay. And ready? Scene one. And here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Angel Fire. Joey Yates, you are coming in, and you see Amanda. What am I Good supposed afternoon. to do? Good afternoon, Mr. Yates. Oh, do with this bike. What is this? A chairlift? Where am I? Yes. All very excellent questions, Mr. Yates. But my first question for you is, are you ready to shred the gnar? Well, that's why I'm here. So yes, I'm ready. Excellent. May I take you over to our esteemed colleague, Mr. Dirty, and he will show you exactly how to get your, your, your vehicle on the lift and indeed show you how to shred the gnar. Nice. Do I leave Mr. the vehicle? Yates. Hey, what's up? Welcome. <laughs> to the gnarliest shreddy shred town of all time we're gonna get on this bike lift we're gonna go to the top and you're gonna send the 80 foot gaps and you're gonna love every second of it that's the green trail it's nice 80 foot you said 80 not eight 80, you said 80, 80 foot gaps. We're okay doing can, I, can i follow you <laughs> i'm gonna give you the best advice you've ever had in your entire life the only thing you need to do is just send it just and everything send will be it. fine just <laughs> ah, and a fun tip, and this may be unrelated, but the medical tent is at the bottom of the hill in case you need it. <laughs> and, and I, I remove my brakes. <laughs> yeah, you don't need those. It's actually no brakes. No power <laughs> levers. Okay. You mean carry <laughs> levers? We don't use those. <laughs> and cut. Welcome to Angel Fire, ladies and gentlemen. Your hosts, Amanda and Mr. Dirty. That was awesome. That was awesome. Joey, how do you feel? I was just concerned. I was I was a little confused at why I was taking my vehicle up the lift, but I other than that, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, isn't your bike your main your main daily driver? Yeah, oh, there you go. But I'm a noob, remember? <laughs> no, honestly though, I do I commute to my day job on bike every day. And That's every crazy. time I'm just like on the street, I'm trying to find like every little curb and this and that. And I always think to myself, I'm like, man, I actually have to get to work. Like, I probably shouldn't completely biff it on my little, like, commuting bike trying right. to, like, do something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh, my gosh. These are coming in from the chats, folks. Trail Monster with a $5 donation to the show says, Angel Fire was the first nice. bike park I ever went to as well. So want to ride it again. We stayed at place 90. Trail Seconds monster. from the lift. If yeah. you want it, and next time you're here, hit me up, and we'll absolutely ride together. I'm, I'm there every weekend, man. So sick. Scott from the Arkansas is saying, it says double black, but it's more like a blue. You'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> Dude, I got to tell you, though, what, what was yeah. it? It's Upper Supreme, right? That's the yeah. Dude, Upper Supreme is gnarly, dude. It is so gnarly. And – I got to say, I have been down it like maybe four times. And when I followed Amanda down, it was the first time I was ever like, all right, I'm fine. Like, this is totally fine. Let's go. 
because I was just chasing her, man. She's so fast, and I had no choice but to go fast. But she was Dude. picking some solid lines, though. So, Eric, a piece of advice on that one is fake it till you make it, because what you couldn't see was my face, just <laughs> sheer terror, like a paper-white ghost. Dude. Like, Jesus Christ, if we make it down alive, it'll be amazing. <laughs> Dude, it's a gnarly trail, but, like, when it's linking up right, it is Dude. so fun. It, it does so flow, fun. and it's steep enough that, like, you can get through that chunk pretty quick which is yeah. ideal for yeah. sure because there's a couple of that get spicy <laughs> Eric, so i have to say like you're like from the short time we've known each other like i actually am looking up to you and admiring how your progression has been so yeah. like Thank you. talk to me season's almost over here but you live in arizona so like honestly in a way i think your season's almost starting like what are some of your big riding goals for the next year um, honestly, I want to nail everything at Haas trail system. Like Whoa. I want to be able to just send everything there. No problem. There's the two jump lines. There. Uh, so I crashed pretty hard on something down at Haas over in the NRA pit. Like, yeah. pretty bad. like yeah. I, it was a step up that I, um, I, I got bucked a little bit. I didn't go over the bars, but I lost the pedals and just landed on the middle of the seat tube. Oh man. And, flipped right into a bush and like oh, it jacked my shoulder up. Like I was out of commission for like a month. It hurt. Whoa. I want to go back and clear all those. And those are all like big gap downhill jump lines. Like they're all doubles. And I want to be able to get those this season so bad. Like, oh, yeah, my, my daughter said I had to mention about me breaking my toe. So yeah. I did no. that. Oh yeah. Dude. But, like, yeah. Go ahead. Talking about though, like those local trail systems. So for like folks who don't know, Haas is, literally a volunteer built trail system just on the outskirts of phoenix arizona and it is so it's like all i'm, I'm quite sure it's all mountain bike specific yeah. and there's not a single trail in this in that system that is not incredible um so i've only been there two times and the first time we rode pure ovaries which that track is really cool it's this really short double black downhill but it's got this crazy step down that you like actually jump over a tree yeah so it's like a very like picture perfect trail but um, I actually, I, so I was in Phoenix a couple weeks ago and I texted Eric and I was like, dude, like you got to come ride. But of course it was on a Monday, yeah. um, but we hit up a couple of those other single blacks and I kept looking over at the NRA pit because yeah. those jumps over there are nuts. Like yes. for a local trail system, that place is crazy. There's a step up at the bottom, like right before you end the pit. Yeah. Um, it's a step up hip and dude, it's oh, looks so like hard. the gnarliest thing you've ever seen. But when you hit it, it's the smoothest jump ever where you just sail right over it and you hit yes. it like so smooth. Okay. So that like that is for me and uh something that I've like actually focused on in the past two years. Um is like I, I always tell myself like ride stupid, ride stupider, because I do feel like for myself, my skill far outweighs where my confidence is. 100%. And so it's like, dude, I need to like close that gap a little bit because yeah. there's a lot of people. Mm where their confidence far outweighs their skill, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to like close that gap a little bit. And whenever <laughs> I see features like that, like big, like hip step ups with gaps and stuff, I'm just like, man, like, I don't know if I can do that. But I, so I was in Green River last weekend, actually. And um, so if, you know, if you guys are familiar with like Virgin, Utah, like a very like popular free ride destination, Red Bull rampages there every year, uh, Green River is about six hours away. It's actually an hour north of Moab and everybody calls it the anti-Moab because it's got a really big underground free ride scene. And there was, again, this huge hip step up that 
you had like, it was like a 25 foot step down to kind of feed you into it to, to get into this step cool. up. And I kept hitting the step down, kept hitting the step down. And I'm coming up on this like seven foot tall face. And I'm just like, man, like, I don't think I could do it. I don't, I don't know. Like I'm going to get myself bucked or whatever. And like, luckily I was with a dude who rode there regularly and was able to actually send into it. But it's so crazy. Cause like, I feel like for me, I used to get in my head so much about things like that. And then you hit it and you're like, oh, that was actually pretty easy. Like, yeah. let me try something different on it. Yeah. Um, so dude, like, I know for a fact, you're totally going to clear those things, but it's so hard to wrap your head around what they look yeah. like and how big they are. Yeah. It's a, it's Virgin Utah is like a whole nother world. Like, so I was hanging out on Nephi's twist and yeah. And we were talking about that trail and that trail, like it's not a hard trail, but it's like, it's so overwhelming to look at it. It At first, like you drop off that mushroom mountain is like what I like to call it. And then you come over to that huge double and it's like, really easy if you just do trail speed but it's terrifying to look at and i haven't hit it yet and my buddy bike sleep repeat nate he's out there and that's who i hit up when i go out there and he's been like yelling at me to come out for like the last year he's like dude get out here already and go and conquer every single feature on that trail we're going to be spending two weeks in virgin this winter and nephi's is always like that first day to like yeah. get used to the dirt, get used to the yeah. features. Like Nephi's twist is like the intro to free ride out there. So that's yeah. like the when you're riding on that ridge at the end, like no joke, Mark, oof, Joey, oof. there's this ridge where you're just like, it's like three stories down on each side. Oh and guys, it, and that photographs so well. So like, yeah. I love like working with our drone and stuff like that. And let me tell you right now, my husband is the talent behind that. Like he's very, very good drone operator. And like those types of things, they just film so well. Like it's so stunning to look at, but yeah, like for me this year, I am completely locked in. There's like two lines at the original rampage site that I want to completely link up oh, this year. I think I know um, which lines. <laughs> what I think I know which lines dude. I, Cause like, th- so the, so the one line that I'm looking at, you start like, I don't know, like pretty low on the mountain relatively, right? It's however high up you can climb from the bottom. And you come into this first, it's probably only like a 35 foot step down. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Huge landing to it. And then you rhythm section into a drop, like a downward facing drop that feeds you into, I'm thinking it's between 40 and 50 feet gap. Good. And again, talking about like being scared of stuff, like, so Sam, my husband and I were talking about this. I was like, dude, that jump is no bigger than some of those bigger jumps on Candyland or Hungry Hippo and Angel Fire. It's just, there's a giant gap in between them. So if I can get that thing dialed and then there's another drop into like bigger 35, 40 foot tabletops, like I'm completely dialed in on wanting to get that thing cleaned up this year because I was close last year, but I was way too scared to hit that gap. So the gap is what I'm on this year for sure. Yeah, they get you, man, the, those gaps out there. I mean, the thing is, it, like, you know, if, if you haven't been to Rampage's site, like, it's they look so big cool. on TV. They look so big. When you get there and see them in person, it is a whole nother world where you're just like, I can't believe that's a thing. Like, it's well, insane. And so that's the, that's the really amazing part, because the first time I went out to Virgin, I we were driving down. You know, you got to drive this huge double track to kind of get to the base yeah. of the site. And the whole time in my mind, I'm just like, dude, what if we just drove nine and a half hours and there's not a single thing here I can ride? 
Like, what if, like, what if it's, what if it's just too big? Like, what if I can't do anything? Right. And like, you find some of those first hits, the first gaps and you're like, oh, I've got this. And I think like, if you can keep in that rhythm and be good at like executing when you're cold, because you got to walk up this hill and then just send a big feature, like you're set. But man, I'll tell you that first time we went out there, I was like, what if I just can't do any of this? You know what I mean? Damn. That's Damn. it's definitely sketchy out there. Is this it right here, Amanda? The step down so to a gap to a step is, up? This is the new site. Um, okay. the one particular line, I'd have to see who put it together um originally, but that is also something that I have uh, that we need to look at because the last time we were there, I actually couldn't find the new site. Um, so like we were using, you know, Google Earth and stuff, trying to like and like blogs and things, trying to figure out where the heck to actually go. We, so I, I ran into Johnny Salito the last time we were there and he was like, oh yeah, like we're going to go to the new site. And I was like, oh cool. See ya. And then he left and I was like, oh my God, like we literally should have followed him. Oh damn it. You know, but like, I'm just sitting there like, der- like derping around and this dude like shows up with his transition and his Red Bull helmet. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> as he like cracks a backflip on this step up that I'm like sizing up and I'm just like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> but I will say comparison is the thief of joy, and I am very proud of my own progression. <laughs> oh, facts. I, I feel the same way. And speaking of that, Trailpoint mentioned in here about the step up on Westridge. Oh, that yeah. that thing was like a huge goal for me this season, and it's really big. And you don't realize how big it is until you come up to it, or if you see a pro a side profile shot of it. It is freaking massive, dude. Wait, it is so big. Eric, is that the video that you like just posted last week? Uh, yeah, it was like one. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, okay, so that step up does not look small on the GoPro. Like, oh, just dude. to be very clear, like, I know you're like, oh, it doesn't look that big, but like, when you did hit that, I was like, oh my God, like, it was a big step up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, dude, this one, like, this that thing does look pretty nuts. Yeah, this this yeah, was that's a, not small. It's crazy because like this this was my favorite trail at Snow Summit the first year I went and I first like started getting into like going to a park, you know. Yeah. And I was like doing pretty well on on this trail, but then the next year they rebuilt no. it, and it was way bigger, and I couldn't hit it. I was terrified. I was like, no, I can't. Like I'm not ready for this yet. Yeah. But I was so stoked because my last day there, uh, this is like the other day, uh, last what last Sunday, yeah. And we just decided to do a morning session before we went home. And I was like, dude, I'm just going to clear everything today. And yeah. full on finally nice. dialed everything. I was so stoked. I was like, yes. and this last jump right here, this one had, was my nemesis for a while because that was the one they built right before I, like, I, I learned how to hit them all before they got big. And then I came back. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go hit that trail again. And I was just like, I can't do this. What is going on? <laughs> you're like why did you make it bigger yeah and i was like it was in my head from the beginning of the season till my last trip last weekend and i was like i gotta get this dialed finally but what the funny thing was as i kept telling myself that the whole season and then the last weekend i was there i didn't care about hitting any jumps anything like that i'm just like oh i'm gonna go have fun with all my friends that are showing up that's all i care about and then all of a sudden i was just like oh wow i'm clearing everything yes yeah dude that's what it's about i mean like you you worry less about the riding and just like yeah. flow with it i think that's, that's what so i did important. 
Dude, okay. So, so I'm seeing I'm seeing in the chat here. Trail Pimp says he's got his money on Talis Turk and Adolf Silva for the win. So I'm a hundred percent agreeing with you, and I am going to be screaming my face off for Talis Turk. That guy, just like sh I mean, in my opinion, showed up on the scene out of nowhere. So when I was saying last winter, I met Johnny Salito at the Rampage site. Talis Turk was with him, and I had no idea who he was. And then all of a sudden, like he linked up with Cascade Armory and put out like three insane edits. Like that guy's style, his like presence on camera oh, is next level. Like I appreciate so much to see people who are this like this talented and kind of at like the 0.1% of their skill really putting that effort and artistry into the content they make. Like mm. I hope this guy gets at least a podium finish because I think he's one of the like one of my favorite up and coming free riders. The guy's so talented and looks great. Wow. Who does he write for? I had never heard of. I think, I think he signed on with transition, believe it or not, which, it, which I say, believe it or not, but it makes sense because transition is one of those few brands that, you know, they put a huge amount of money into their media budget and those guys wow. show up. Like Look it looks that. great. Dang. Guy looks like he's so, there right now practicing. <laughs> So talented. Yeah, I, I hope that guy wins. Yeah, this is cross wow. our fingers. We get good weather this year. I know, man. Yeah. I don't know if I can watch someone try to drop into a caveman for 45 minutes again. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Could you oh, imagine man. hiking all the way up there and then getting froze like that just to yeah. sit there and cool down? And, and it's like, okay, you're up. Like, wait, what? No. Yeah, right. Dylan, wanted, Dylan was saying that, like, because Dylan posted a video the other day and he was talking about how he wanted to do a, a second run but the wind was so bad. So he didn't even get that chance. Like he was, he was super bummed out about it. And I was bummed out too, because I was rooting for Dylan that whole time. I, I love Dylan, man. Dylan was like one of the main reasons that I actually decided to go back to jumping after I saw him do a backflip on in the parking lot on his mountain bike with a dual crown. Nice. And I was like, he did not just do a backflip right now on a dual <laughs> crown, you know, off a curb in a parking lot. I'm like, what? And I just, dude, I've been hooked ever since I saw him do that. Oh, yeah, Dylan, Dylan's a, he's a great guy. What a good rider. It was a little interesting to see that he didn't get the card this year. But yeah. I, mean, I, I think I think nowadays with how stacked the field is in free ride on all accounts, like it's in, like I can't imagine how difficult it is to be like, all right, let's pick nine people, you know, because it's like Only. there's there's a hundred people out there that probably deserve to be on that mountain yeah. like this weekend. I wow. put hashtag free Dylan Stark on, on one yeah. of their posts. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I heard that he and Brittany had put out a really good Q&A that explained a little bit yeah. more as to why. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but people said it was done really well. Yeah, it was good. really good. I, I watched it. It was awesome, dude. And it was just like him kind of like just putting it all out there. And that's what I love about that dude. He's just himself yeah. no matter what. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, right, it's kind of funny, right, because we're looking at Rampage as this huge competition, but it's supposed to celebrate the spirit of free ride, and it's like, oh, I hope Talis Turk wins, but it's like, wait, like, everybody's going to do something super incredible out there, and the person who gets first place is just like, oh, that's cool, but everybody who is out there is like a grade A badass, so. Yeah, yes. yeah. I think if I fell asleep and I woke up and I was at the top of that, and they are like, you got to drop in, Mark, I think I would just legit cry. Dude, yeah, it's pretty gnarly, dude. Like I, you know, we all have our own progression goals that we all want to like overcome and get to in our next level, you know, and all that. And like, sometimes you get to a next level and you're like, wow, I can't believe I'm right here now. And yeah. then you forget how like 
everything you did before to get to where you're at. You know, like that's one thing about when me and Mark go out and ride, like every time we're together, it's like, we push each other so hard subconsciously. We're not saying like, go do it, bro. It's more like, I'm going to do it. Are you going to do it? Cause I'm going to do it. (laughs) And like, dude, when we went to Bentonville and we did drop the hammer because I literally went to Bentonville to do that. Like, I was like, I'm doing this. I've seen it. Talk about pressure, man. And, (laughs) And so like, I was like, I'm doing this no matter what. And Mark stole it from me. He did it right in front of me. Dude, I saw Mark. that video. Mark is just like, I'm going, okay, bye. And just like, yeah. drop it. And you're like, what the fuck? I'm like, you coming? And then like, I was like, like legit, what you saw on camera was my real reaction of him doing it. I'm like, yes. fucking Mark. Like, I just knew, I was right, it. You're like, you idiot. Like, that was, that was like my thing. Oh, man. <laughs> no. Talk about a psychological mess up though on drop the hammer. Cause like oh, I, I very specifically remember my first time hitting that it's like freaking losing your virginity on it. And let's just like, okay, like, can I do this? Can I do this? But like the reality is that run out is so massive. Like you could yeah. overshoot that thing by 40 feet exactly. and probably still be okay. Yeah. Um, but like what an exhilarating feeling to be able to check off like such an iconic thing. Yes. You know? yes. and, like it was funny too. Cause like, we were with a group ride. We were hanging out with Bobo and we had so many people with us that day. And me and Mark were just like, let's go look at it. You know, cause Mark came, flew in the day before me. So everything was new to me. I hadn't seen it up close yet. And he was showing it to me. He's all here. Just check it out. And then I was like, man, I really want to do it. And then, you know, he, like our whole group left us. Cause they're like, we're not fucking doing that right now. We're out here. Like, all right, we're, we'll catch up. You know, and we're just like looking at it. And then like we sat there for probably about three minutes before Mark was like, I have to do it now because I'm getting the nerve. Like if I don't do it, <laughs> and like I wasn't even planning on doing it because I told everyone like, all right, no matter what, we got to do it on Sunday before we leave. And it was fucking Friday. And Mark's like, all right, we're going. And he it's just, a long time to hobble around the festival. <laughs> he just did it. And then like my natural reaction was like, I can't fucking just let him go do that without me doing it too so i just <laughs> i didn't see it i didn't watch him do it because i was so far back i couldn't even see anything so yes. i just sent it fucking blind too like he did right. it and then i was like fuck it i'm just doing it and then i was like if he survived it i guess i'll be fine so, <laughs> you know what i hate so much about that feature and what made it so difficult the first time and i think it's everybody's problem is after you turn that little corner to like go straight into it that is literally all you have to look at is this like giant metal deck for like yeah. six, seven seconds. And all you're doing is contemplating your mortality, contemplating yeah. how expensive <laughs> your hospital bill is going to be, contemplating, <laughs> oh my God, what if my derailleur skips right now? And so yeah. you just, you have oh these reasons to be like, I don't want to do this. And yeah. like, there's nothing forcing you to do it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I feel like it'd be so much easier to hit a feature twice the size if it was just like, Boop, boop, like off a corner and then it just yeah, kind of yeah, showed yeah. up eventually but i feel like you can yes. just look at that drop for so long and you're like oh christ like i'm definitely gonna die going <laughs> off of this yeah because like the way you come That's into true. it you're not actually flowing into it you have to literally climb up a little bit to get to the where the spot is and then dr- commit to drop in yes yeah yes. it is what a what a fun feature yeah, yeah that and bentonville is such a magical little place i, <laughs> I, I swear like we barely <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, no, no. It's like you hear the scary music as you like turn that yes. corner and you look at this giant runway yeah. into nothing. You can't yes. see anything. You're just like, was that Jason from Friday the 13th? Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I'm, I'm planning on, when I go with you guys, hitting that Oreo style. What's Oreo style? 
Mark's in front. I'm in the middle. <laughs> you're behind. I don't, don't want to see it. I just want to go and know yeah. you're behind me, so I can't not go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're hitting it. It's it's like, but once you learn it, like, because Brett was yeah. like, I mean, you saw the video. If you watched the video, you saw like everyone's face and expression was real, man. Like oh. everyone was like, I don't know if I'm ready to do this. And like, I was like, Brett, we're doing this no matter what. Like it's happening. And he's just yeah, like, you can see the tip. Yeah. He, you could see he was nervous. And even Scott, Scott was just like, man, I don't know. Scott's from there and he hadn't hit it, right? Yeah. 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 And Scott was just like, I I even put the camera right in Scott's face. And I'm like, what are you thinking, Scott? And he's just like, (laughs) man, like, I just look at it and know I can do it. But it's just so much. He's looked at it for too long, though. Yeah. Well, we all sat there like, 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 because the first day me and Mark did it. And then the next day we went back. And then uh, it was just like, all right, are we, are we, what are we doing? What's going on here? What's happening? You know, like, and so yeah. everybody else hadn't hit it yet. And they were just, and I was just like, listen, dude, it's, it is the easiest thing I've ever done for how terrifying that is. Like yeah. you just fall right off of it. There's no speed. It's like one and a half cranks and you just fly right into it. And then yeah. once you hit the landing, you're going like 30 miles an hour instantly. <laughs> you're just like, oh my God. you're flying. Dude, yeah. And like the funniest part is on that whole trail, like the third drop is, kind of the hardest one because you yeah, actually yes, you gotta pedal you have to like pull for it a bit if you're yeah. not like fast enough on it and it, like pray to god that you kind of make that landing and no matter where you land on it it's kind of a hard landing so it's so funny because everybody <laughs> talks about the big metal one at the first like the first one and i'm just like mm, the third one's actually the scariest though yeah that that when you go back up and you hit the what was that jump line called where you actually cease and desist? Uh, cease and desist. Yeah. Dude, like, man, how fun was that? How fast you like, there's a couple spots you have to crank pretty hard, but you're the speed you're going on that, you're going so fast, dude. And it's just so fun. You're flying. Talk yeah. about a jump line to learn tricks on, right? Learning yes. how to hit, learning how to do the one footed cans. Like, that's that's the jump line for it. Yeah. Yes. Marty, Marty Richards out of New Zealand's in the house tonight. He says, Oreo sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Marty? Good to see you. Scott saying, uh, I have a newly robo knee. So that got me in a funk. That's right. Oh yeah. He just had surgery. Yeah. He He was doing one footers with his, with his bum knee, like just doing it. I'm like, damn, Scott, you're wild, man. (laughs) Totally. It was insane. It was insane. So, Amanda, when it comes to to you and the free riding, um, what are your goals for you? Are you gonna con- continue to progress and maybe see yourself in some kind of competitions here in the near future for that? So, to be frank, right, and kind of going back to where I was with racing, like I don't think competitions are the space for me. I'm focusing a little bit harder on like the creative aspect of the free riding because, like, I I do feel like like every time I'm on my bike. I'm so happy. I'm like, I am my true self. And so like, I kind of want that stuff to come through in my riding. Right. So it's like, whether it's maybe learning a new trick or like I said, jumping something a little bit bigger to kind of just like, again, show people that your own progression is your own happiness. And like Eric might be hitting a 60 foot jump and that's really great for him. But if I'm hitting a 40 foot jump, that's just as great for me. And like, one of the things that I'm really focusing on too is trying to find a diversity of riders to ride with. Cause Eric literally said this, right? His buddy, Brian, he gets on the bike with him and like, they just get better and they like slingshot off of each other and have this energy to, to just get better when they're with each other. And I'm so lucky that my partner is that person for me 
but I also do get so much better by following people like Eric, all these other friends who are better riders than me and be like, Oh dude, that's how he's hitting that corner. Or that's how he's whipping that jump. Like that is what I'm so interested in at that point is being like, how do I get a little bit more stylish on the bike? How do I get a little bit looser and just like show that it doesn't have to be super serious all the time. And you don't have to be stressed out every time you're riding. Dude, that's I like think that's how we I'm progress focused. more. Like, honestly, like that's well said. I think we progress more because of that reason right there, because For that sure. day when it was that big, huge group of us riding, like I did, I was riding better than I ever really ever have. And I was just like, man, like, I'm just, I'm not trying. I'm just having fun. Like, I'm not putting pressure on my back to like, I have to clear every jump. Like when we went down hippo, you and I were casing everything. We're just like, yeah. oh God. And we're just like screaming and laughing and like yeah. having such a great time. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, whoops. I cased that jump. I hope my shock's okay, but like, I'm okay. So like, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> and, and when you, so that day when we rode hippo, you told me to slow down off the, uh, on the boner log. Yeah. So it's funny though. The next day I tried to go faster on it and I forgot. Oh my God. Just like so scary. up to flat so dude. hard. And then there's a jump right after it. And I'm just like, yeah. oh my God. dude, like that is where you will perish is like, if yeah. you go too fast on the boner log, it's like, okay, this is the end for me. But so yeah. Mark, I have to tell you a huge left field caveat. My biggest, most articulated goal for 2024 is to race the vapor trail 125 in under 20 hours. And we have no idea what this is. I had no idea what it was until I decided I wanted to do it. It's a 125 mile trail race um, that goes through like three of the big peaks in the Salida area in Colorado. So like Monarch Crest and things like that. 125 miles, 17,000 feet of elevation. Oh God! Um, oh. Me and my best friend are going to try to race this thing in under 20 hours. Um, the race starts at 10 PM. So we're going to be just like hitting single track in the pitch black. And yeah. so I ride for, for Jameis and for my 2024 contract, I said, Hey, you know, I want, I want all my free ride stuff. Oh, but also, um, can I get a race bike? And they're like, why? And I'm like, well, cause I want to do this, this race. And they're like, are you okay? Like, what is wrong with you? You're ill. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, yeah, but like, also I think it's going to be kind of cool for my own personal ego and pride to be like, Hey, I checked off all these really great goals in my free riding space. And also I had a really, really competitive finish on this 125 mile mountain bike race. So, um, we're actually going to start, uh, start training for that. We are officially Jeez. signing up for that race on Sunday. And me and my best friend are going to do a whole year long vlog series yes. going through learning how to do this. Like, I don't know anything about gravel bikes. I don't know anything about race bikes. So it'll just be kind of hilarious to watch us stumble and struggle through the year. Right. And honestly, at the end of the year, we're going to race it and it's very possible we won't be successful. Um, so I want to make sure we can kind of show that and be like, Hey, if we hit our goal, that's amazing. But also yeah. if we didn't hit our goal, that's also totally fine because we gave it our all and tried it. So this is my weird like side project to go, I guess, trade the baggy t-shirt for a Lycra jersey <laughs> and yeah, uh, crank one of these puppies out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a bike in mind? No, I don't know anything about it. I was like, can I have a bike with like small suspension? <laughs> like I literally, I don't know anything about gravel bikes, about race bikes. I don't know anything about like lights. I need a light because this race starts at 10 p.m. Jesus. Um, so, 
there's uh, there's going to be a lot of leveraging uh, other people to figure out how to get this thing done. So Dang, I can't sweet. wait to watch the videos on that. It yeah. should be pretty funny. I hope it's, I hope it's funny. I hope it's inspiring and I hope it's a little educational as well. <laughs> Wow. For the folks that are listening to us on iTunes and Spotify, uh, on the YouTube version, we are showing clips of the Vapor Trail 125. And so far, it looks like, what are those? Are those XC bikes they have out there, small travel, or those trail bikes? I, I think yeah. most people are going out there on XC bikes. So I'm thinking like a 120, 110 full suspension. So like a Trek yeah. Super Caliber type of deal. Right. And I talked to a couple people who are like very, very good short track cross country racers. And I was like, hey, I want to do this. Like, what do you think about like a 140, 130 type of situation? And they're like, that is way too big. And when, you know, they say something like that, where I'm on a 160, 160, 170, 170, and I'm like, uh, a 140 bike is like a toy bike for me. Yeah. So to get on like a 110, it'll be very, very interesting. It's going to be fast and nimble, I think. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's funny that you say that's your project because I kind of have the similar project because uh, here in, in Prescott, not Prescott, Arizona, there is a race that happens every year, an XC race called the Whiskey Off Road. Yes. Yeah. I've so I plan so on doing things that. about that race. Yeah, I plan on doing it next year. Actually, it's in like March. I think. I think it's in wow. March. And oh, so there's three categories, okay? And I haven't decided fully yet, but there's a 15, a 30, and a 50. 50. Oh, do the 50. You have to 30. do the 50. 30 is a Saturday, dude. Do the yeah, 50. 30 you'll do no yeah. problem. 50 will be a challenge. For sure. Yeah, I, I so that's part of my new project that's coming up because I just got myself a YT gravel bike. And okay. uh, my gravel bike's coming in soon too. And it's hilarious because I'm like, again, I don't know anything about this bike, how right? to set it up. Why does it have a front derailleur? Right. And that's aging myself. <laughs> my first bike was a three by. But right. I was just like, why do we have a front derailleur on here? I thought everything was yeah. by. Yeah, I just you're going to do that on the Scepter, not the Izzo? No, 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 no. I'm doing it on the Izzo, but I'm training on the Scepter for That it. makes sense. That makes sense. Well, okay. I can just get the mileage up. Like, that's yeah. the whole goal. Yeah. And uh, it's actually my uh, project coming up for uh, doing some more YT stuff. So I'm pretty stoked on that. All right, Eric. I guess we're going to have to collaborate on a video then and do yeah, some dude. weird community training ride. Like, can we get, like... <laughs> totally psychotic lycra outfits and like try to yeah. show our gravel bikes around i know a guy <laughs> is it brett hall yeah, yeah like, hmm, we might know someone there yeah he could he can make us some sick custom ones dude we'll, we'll you let me know we'll figure that out because like he he has a guy he's my guy's got a guy so we can get whatever we want so. yeah i'm just gonna make sure to put in bold lettering jabroni all across my butt jabroni. Be like, that'll be what it is <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty stoked on that. I want to start training on that. I'm going to document like my food, what I'm eating, you know, like what my diet's like, what all my training regimens oh, are going to be and all that. So it, exactly. Because full transparency, I have a hot date with a pizza after this. And <laughs> I'm like really thinking like, hmm, am I going to be able to have such intimate relationships with pizza if I want to be like an endurance athlete? So Oof. we'll see. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's like I've completely changed my diet around the last year, and it's helped me ride so much better. Agreed. But if I wouldn't have done that, I would not be where I'm at today. And yes. so, like for this, this is why I feel like it's so important to like show those things. You know, Absolutely. we did a we did a fun video on uh, riding gravel bikes that we went to the YT Mill and, and almost Mark, died. Yeah, Mark, <laughs> Joey, uh, Brett, 
it was all of us, dude. And it was probably one of the funniest things I've ever done on a bike and one of the most fun times I've ever had on a bike. And it was crazy. But the the hill back up was pretty brutal, man. Like it was how many miles was that? We were just going up and up and oh, up. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I was like, was, is there another gear? We didn't have that, the third chain ring on the front. Yeah. No, helpful. It was single speed in the front. And it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty spicy all the way up. Oh, that, that, I, I took I, off I, because I didn't want to keep pedaling. Yeah. I got to like figure out how to clip in, right? Like I ride flats. Like I got to freaking clip into oh, this yeah. damn thing. It's yeah, going to be hilarious. Like that, so. Sure. We'll see. But yeah, no, I like I like that you're gonna kind of track the food thing because like we're thinking about doing a couple of like, you know, again, cooking, like cooking episodes, and we're gonna do some lifting episodes because I spend a huge amount of time in the gym outside of the bike. And you know, everybody's like, Oh, how are you strong? How can you bunny hop? How can you pull for these things and these things? And it's like, well, like I'm squatting very heavy, I'm bench pressing very heavy, because like if you think about it, you have a really hard hit on your bike and you're compressing down, like yeah. all of a sudden you're bench pressing 135 pounds off your handlebars. Yeah. And so like, you have to be able to be strong to do those types of things. So I'm hoping we can just bring a little bit more visibility to that part of it as well. And I'm saying you can be a very successful mountain biker without lifting. But for me personally, like for injury prevention and strength building, like it, that is a critical part of my riding Seriously. as well. Yeah. Oh, well said. Well said. That's what I say every time I walk into the boxing gym. I'm like, I'm there because as we get older, we stop bouncing and we start cracking. So exactly. you gotta have some kind of a shell. <laughs> so you gotta stay fit. Man, boxing is up, dude. That looks crazy. I feel like yeah. crashing, you know, like to a certain extent, but but crashing like makes you stronger. Like like those impacts where you, where you like kind of know you can like react to them better, you know? And not only that, like when you hit something hard enough, like you just like, I feel like it builds character number one, but it builds muscle to me. Like yeah. I can crash pretty good these days. <laughs> well, and it sounds, it sounds nutty, but like you can learn how to fall. And like, so Mark, I was telling you, right. Grew up surfing, skateboarding, climbing, like the, the consistent theme through every single sport I have done is falling and especially skateboarding like this the tiniest little fall skateboarding hurts like so yeah. much and so you kind of have you kind of figure out how to fall so you're not landing on your wrist you're not landing on your yeah. collarbone and yeah it, it's kind of funny but it is a, a pretty important skill to have <laughs> unless you get violently ejected off your bike because you didn't right. see that your pedal caught that happened to me at snow summit like two months ago with danny yeah. Soko. you don't oh, even God. see it coming right he he was behind me and he's like, oh, my God, are you alive? Like, because I got thrown off the bike because I was just kind of cruising down this trail. It wasn't oh, even no. like it was the trail before the trail, like the connector. And yeah. there was just a rock and my pedal just like grabbed it and threw me off the bike. And I had oh. my dual crown, so it was violent. It was Dude, violent. you just like ragdoll in those situations. Oh, it's like just literally played. like the GTA cutscene when you die and your guy just like fucking yep. flops. Like, oh, like that is what it is. I was just laying there. And Danny was like, dude, you can lay there for a minute. I'm like, dude, that hurts so bad. And I'm I'm going like down the trails and hitting the massive jumps at Snow Summit. Yeah, and then yeah. finally thrown from a rock, not on a trail. It was the worst dude. thing ever. See, I, whenever that happens to me, I'm just like, oh, my ego must have been way too big right there. And like the world needed to call me down and be like, you know what, bitch, let's have you slide out on this gravel road. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I love this for you and I need this for you right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it brutal. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome. I can't believe you guys have the same goal with that endurance and that's going to be that's fun weird. to watch that unfold. Um, yeah. 
Amanda, as far as like support for you, I, I, I heard you mention one of your bike supporters. Who supports Amanda Hamilton out there in, yes. in the mountain bike? So, so Jameis Bikes is uh, my frame sponsor, and uh, it was it was a really interesting. So they're my first frame sponsor I've ever had, and I think Eric, you, like we talked about this a little bit, Angel Fire, how I kind of like approached wanting to become a sponsored rider, and I took it in like a pretty strong business aspect, but also like wanted to make sure that whatever brands I was pushing for were bikes that would fit me because I'm a very, I'm a big advocate of like just riding one bike. Like I, like Eric, you have like five bikes. Like I can't get on a bunch of different bikes. And so I spent a lot of time looking at geometry, looking at the types of bikes, looking at like the, the vibe of these companies and saying like, where can I fit a space? Where can I give them a competitive, unique advantage and things like that. And so Jameis they're actually a, a woman-owned company and one of the last few right. independent companies in the United States. They're an East Coast brand. Um, and what I really love about this bike, so I'm on their hard line, which is their 160 Enduro bike. Um, it has one of the shortest chain stays on an, a modern Enduro bike, which is something that I have always really looked for when I bought a bike because I really like being able to whip, being able to kind of manhandle that back end. And with a longer chain stay, like, I can still do it, but the bike is more fun for me if it's shorter. So that was kind of a critical thing I looked at. And after talking with the brand too, I was like, Hey guys, like, I don't really want to race. I don't want to do something that I can say like, Oh, Hey, look, I got first place, you know, yay me. And they were like, yeah, that's amazing. Like just be yourself and, you know, do what you want to do. And that I think for me was like a very non-stressful way to approach that more influencer space and that more ambassador space. Cause I didn't feel pressure to necessarily, you know, put out a post every week or yeah. do these events or kind of like feel like there's a little bit of a carrot dangling in front of me. And so I have such a great relationship with um, their marketing team. I have learned so much about kind of the content side and the business side of mountain biking from the uh, media guy at Jameis. His name's Ben Locks. He's just fantastic. Like he does everything from, teaching me how to set up my camera, how to get a better drone shot, how to make yeah. thumbnails on YouTube. And it's just stuff like that, like that I don't know myself. Um, and so to be able to kind of have that network on the business side of things has been really, really helpful and made it so much easier. So, yeah, but that, that I love this bike and I don't know if YT is the same way, but like, so this frame set that they're this, this whole complete bike we're looking at is their C1. It's their top of the line, like full factory, everything. But mm. the thing that I like about the bike is no matter which carbon model you get, the frame is the same across the board. So like you can go get the more entry level bike. If you're like, Oh, I'm not sure like what components I like or what components I want and slowly build up to the bike you actually want. Um, which, so I, I do really like that because I do feel like there's a lot of amazing bikes out there that are very cost prohibitive. Um, so it's nice to, to have an option that can be more affordable, but still get you on a very modern, durable bike, which, which is really cool. Yeah. YT is kind of the same, you know, with a lot of their mm -hmm. stuff, you know, yeah. you can get the entry level Capra, you know, they were, they were going for what, like 1800 or something like what that. That's insane. I it's know. Insane. They were, they were, they were on sale for a while, but like the thing is the geometry, everything's the same all the way up to like the most expensive, you know, dialed with all the Fox suspension and all that. Yes. It's the same thing. 
we might exactly. need for Eric and all of his bikes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Danny, we might need an intervention for Eric and all of his bikes. Eric, did, come did come walk on on here. <laughs> That's just an excuse. So, so I have to give my bike to someone. <laughs> nice. But like, so for for me, like when I started riding, it took me a long time to understand honestly, what all the components even did and like what my preferences were on things like that. Right. And it's like, do you want a Shimano group set? Do you want a SRAM group set? Like, why would I want a 38 millimeter fork versus a 36 millimeter fork? And like, those are questions that I think a lot of people do get really overwhelmed with when selecting a bike. And so I feel like it's so much easier just to, you know, buy a bike that kind of fits your geometric needs or your riding style needs learn it. So you'd be like, Oh, you know, I like how the bike rides, but I'm not really happy with this fork. And then like piece by piece kind of learn the bike. Cause like for me, yeah. it took me years to learn the type of stuff that I like. So I always do love when someone's like, Oh, like, should I have code RSCs or TRPs for, for breaks? And I'm like, you know what? It depends. If you ask me, it would be totally something different. And if you asked Eric or Mark, yeah, so. for sure. but the reality is my, any modern bike you get on nowadays is going to be incredible. Right, yes. like yes. YT, Jameis, Trek, all of them are going to be fantastic. Totally well said. Yeah. yeah, it just when you get on a bike, it you feel it, you feel the difference, you know, yes. right away. Or a brake set, uh, for example, TRP. I had no idea. I was always rocking. Uh, YT comes with the code RSCs. Great brakes. I was like, these are great. And then someone's like, try these, and I'm like, what are these? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you're making me so concerned because I'm like such an RSC believer. Like I like any new bike I get, I swap RSCs on it immediately. So maybe I'll have to spend some money on TRPs. Oh, uh, don't do it once you try it. <laughs> that's another. It also scares me because it doesn't have them yet. <laughs> well, that's that's another funny thing too because all of you guys ride the TRPs, you know, over yeah. there in Cali. And like, I'm not a fan of them at all. Like I yeah. give me my, give me my Shimano saints and I'm all good, you know? No, yeah. see, so, so I do have that preference. Like I've ridden XT and I've ridden saints and the modulation on those brakes are way too bitey for me. Ooh, and I, I always say, I'm like, dude, I'm too stupid. I need a sweep. That's like two <laughs> inches. Like I gotta like fucking work that brake. And like the, the Shimanos are so on and off. I'm like, I'm going to kill myself. I, I, I kind of modulate I my front brake. <laughs> Cause I, I ride, when I ride my brakes, I ride them like when I used to ride a motocross bike and yeah. like you slide into every turn, you know, and I yeah. like that feeling. Yeah. That, that's, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Here, uh, Mia from Women's MTB Network. What's up, Mia? Welcome aboard. She says, yeah, TRPs are the best, what? but I'm testing another bike now that has SRAMs and they're also pretty good. So yeah, see, it's definitely also, one of those things. Like, Let's not get too technical here. Those gold TRP remotes are gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. like, <laughs> having a cute bike, I think, is pretty important. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the gold the gold gets me every single time. That's kind of why I got the Saints, too, because they have a little bit of gold on them. I'm like, all right, that's Yes, cool. they're so cute. I know. You know, it's, it was so funny. It was the best snarky advice I ever got because I'm always like, making sure my kit's all cute and stuff. And I was joking with one of our friends and I was like, and I'm like, Oh, like I look so good today. And he's like, Amanda deadpan. He's like, you know, it would make you look cuter if you rode faster. And I was oh, like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it was so oh, there you <laughs> oh man. Those, uh, what do you call them, Joey? The coward levers meet coward levers. Yeah. Coward <laughs> levers. <laughs> <laughs> I call them the lifesavers. Like, oh my god, oh god. 
I will say though, SRAM breaks aren't bad if you bleed them really good. Like the factory bleed sucks. It's so, so squishy. Yes. And so I have a buddy who works for SRAM and he always like yells at me whenever I show him how I bleed my brakes. But like, because SRAM has the dual syringe thing, yeah. you can technically pressurize the system yes. where Shimano has that passive pressurization. And so like, before I take that bleeding edge tool off of the brake, I just like, boop, like just a yep. little bit That's what I and do. like give it a little bit more of a bite. And he's like, you're not supposed to do that. And I was like, why did you give me syringes then? I was yeah. like, you should have just gave me a cup because everybody's going to pressurize these. Yeah, they're yeah. so much better when they're pressurized. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you give me the syringe then? <laughs> too much power. I think it's time for another commercial, guys. What do you guys think? Ooh. What are we going to sell this time? We're going to sell, should we sell SRAM? Should we sell TRPs or should we sell Saints? Oof. What about an off-road? No, I don't want to sell Saints, and there's more for me. <laughs> what about an off-road unicycle? Oof. All right, off-road unicycle. Okay, I think so there's a market for this. Amanda, <laughs> you're going to be the customer. Okay. Uh, right and dirty. You are going to be the salesman. Uh, Joey, Joey, you're going to be, uh, you'll be the shop owner. So um, Amanda, you're going to walk in and okay. you're going to be greeted by Joey. Joey's going to ask what you want. You're looking for an off-road unicycle and you're going to be then given over to Mr. Right and Dirty. Here All we right. go. Here nice. we go. Need the heart for them. All right. Okay. Setting your the door. Bell noise occurs, dude. Joey, so I don't even know what to say about this anymore because, like, I have this bicycle, but I have this fleeting feeling that I have way too many wheels, and it's just like prohibiting my progression as a total shredder. So, like, what is my solution here to have freaking less wheels? Oh, you're in luck because all of our bikes are half off today, half <laughs> literally off. half off. Say and they come with wheel. <laughs> With one wheel? Only oh, one. Incredible. One. Okay, so like let's take it to the park right now. And no coward levers. Just amazing. One wheel. Amazing. Seat. <laughs> I would maybe prefer that it comes with a helmet, um, but I think we can make this work. <laughs> <laughs> let's get you over to our number one sales person on the floor, Mr. Riding Dirty, President's Club winner of 2013, 14, 15, all the way through 2023. <laughs> on off-road unicycles. I heard you're looking for a unicycle. Dude, I literally just figured out they existed, but like, totally. I'm going to be honest with you. Be real. You should just go to YT and buy a YT because those unicycles suck. <laughs> Wait, does YT make a unicycle? So basically what you're saying is after this, you're going to go have a chat with the YT product designer and be like, listen, bro. There's a huge market for less wheels. Look at me in my singular eye. All bikes are half off today, too. Come on, you're ruining my sales. Oh, bro, it's still nine grand. It's just half a bike. And cut. That was perfect. Nailed it. Everyone nailed it. Right and dirty. No wonder why you are the salesman of the year. That eye. The eye. The problem was I couldn't see what I was doing. I was hoping it was there. I couldn't see, though. Good time. Oh, so good. Oh, so good. Amanda, you've been such a great sport to be on this segment with us. We threw two commercials at you today, and you nailed it. 
Oh, let's go. I'm a woman of many talents. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And folks, if you haven't got a chance, take a look at Amanda's Instagram. It is right here. Amanda underscore Hamilton. Is that 12 on the end of there? One, two, baby. 12. <laughs> yeah. Take a look at her on Instagram. And uh, Dude, make sure that video of her. Her. Something. here we go. Oh, Joey's got a product for you. It's got a coward. Yeah, yeah, we can remove that. <laughs> That's like such a creepy place to put that, also. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, wow. Perhaps we should think about where to put the break. Yeah, so there's no handlebars, so they had to put it somewhere. So just put it in your crotch. Is right. that in the front or the back? Where <laughs> freaking does it matter? It's a unicycle. That's the front, Mark. That's the front. <laughs> hey, Joey, post that or not post it. Show that video of me chasing Amanda down over at uh, Angel Fire on my Dude, Instagram. We ran over my husband in that video. Oh, yeah. oh no. Hot yeah, shit. it was awesome. He oh, got no. up. Is he Dude, okay? He his butt cheek was hanging out of his pants. Dude, he ripped his pants. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> falling off the rails. <laughs> we were cooking though. We were down. He loves trail. it. We yes. were down, uh, what was it? Da Vinci's Code. Da Vinci's Code. I mean, it's the perfect video. There's great music. There's nudity, and they're shredding. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet, Joey's as Joey pulls I'm out because uh, see, Mark was trying to kick us all off, but we're still going, Eric. says he ate hot shit. It was awesome. <laughs> I mean, come on, Mia, you got to know that if you can walk away from a wreck like that, it's yeah. awesome. Like, I'm always so happy that everybody's okay, but it's like, dude, that was sick. Like, I'm sorry, yeah, you can't this, but it was rad. <laughs> what, was, what was crazy too is like I didn't really know what was going on and how bad it was, so I was like. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna keep going. And then all of a sudden, I'm like down the trail by myself. And I'm like, yeah, well, there's, this, like there's this bit on decode that has these like switchbacks. And it's kind of like, well, you could do the switchbacks or you could just jump them. And so he oh, did yeah. that and then like did not land on the trail. <laughs> it's a rocky, rough part. Like it's moon yeah. dust with rocks, dude. Yeah, it's he was like, like, he was like, guess I'll send it. And it did not work out. <laughs> Damn. Dude's a beast, though. That's the that's the yeah. A line on that thing, yeah, huh? Yeah, he, he is such a baddie. And I mean, yeah, like, what is it? Props uh, to him for being able to keep up with me because I'm a little bit of a handful. Go down a little bit more, a little bit more. Okay, no, go up. on <laughs> it. I don't know what the entrance. What's the entrance look like? Uh, uh, is there one Bambi on it? Is Bambi on it? Oh, it's, okay, it's the one with the it's the one with the black bike. Yeah. With the cap daddy. Cap daddy. This one? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, this is it. A bike so oh, there it is. So mean. That side hit right there where you isn't just that, like, isn't that up. freaking money? Dude, it was so legit. That. Right there. Whoa. Slap the crap out of that, babe. Yeah, that was that was a fun one, dude. Yeah, like dude. the whole video, like of uh like the actual YouTube video, because it's like probably three trail or two trails we were on, but dude, we were just getting getting wild on Ooh, those it was, yeah, heinous. Yeah, it was absolutely heinous. Like I pray for that trail every day because we tore it up. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was fun. So good, so good. Dang. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. I got the little one knocking at the on the studio door. Thank <laughs> you so much for having me. I love you guys. <laughs> yes, this has been awesome. Amanda underscore Hamilton 12. 
folks take a look and don't forget to follow her on instagram amanda are you on any other platforms as well yes, we i'm on youtube but i literally have like nine videos so i'm going to be building up that youtube following with this whole vapor trail 125 journey so we'll see how that oh, goes so nice. Sick, so sick. Best of luck on the Vapor Trail, Vapor Trail 125. Cannot wait to see that unfold. Eric, take us on out. Where are we going? <laughs> yeah, take us so on out. great. So much fun. Loved it. <laughs> Love being on the Shady Podcast. Right, Thank you all so much for being with us on the chat from <laughs> New Zealand, Florida. Uh, we had Arkansas on tonight, California, North and South. Thank you all so much. Amanda underscore Hamilton 12, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Hey, you. Are you still here? Thank you for making it to the end of episode 127 with Amanda Hamilton, Eric Steber, of course, Joey Yates, the podcast engineer, and myself. Thank you from all of us to you. I can't believe that this podcast is in the top 20% of Spotify, which blows my mind, and that this is being heard in 38 different countries. Hey, thank you all so much. I had no idea that mountain biking can spread out so far for a podcast. Always appreciate it. Now, I know we're heading into the holidays soon, and I know a lot of people are going through things, whether it's good things, bad things, new things that are scary things. Just know this, just like in mountain biking, you're climbing that mountain, whatever that you're going through, whether you're on an e-bike or not, it is literally be in the moment, one pedal down, one pedal down, look up. Take a breath, get back to it. One pedal down, one pedal down. Before you know it, you're at the top and you've overcome that obstacle, that hurdle, that thing that was ailing you. You will be at the top and ready for the next phase of your life, which is the sweet, sweet reward of downhill. And all you out there on a mountain bike know exactly what I'm talking about. So when it comes to life, be present, be in the moment. You'll get through it. Reach out for friends. We're all here for you. And hey, we'll see you guys back here on episode 128, and we'll see you all at the top.